Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Collingwood and Geelong Friday night footy at the MCG. The Cats are going through their warm-ups and down in the coaching ranks is Nigel Lappin. AFL Nation is for Elders Real Estate and for Tire Power Power Up Sale. Nigel, great to have you with us again. Evening, Jared. Evening, guys. So you're no strangers to big games. Does it feel like this has got some real magnitude to it, given that you are precariously placed in ninth? Yeah, absolutely. And clearly, with who we're playing and at the MCG, with a huge crowd expected and probably... You know, 60,000 of the, of the crowd being Collingwood supporters. So, no, our boys are, are really up and about. Um, the, the list that we've got, obviously, we've got some injuries, but the list that we put out tonight are in, in really good health and really looking forward to the challenge. Just give us your insights into the flow of the season. It feels like you've been reaching for something. Every now and then it has materialised, but it's been fleeting. That's yeah. how it's looked from the outside. What's, what's your analysis? Oh, that's a great summary, really. Um, We've, we've still been able to create a really good environment where the, the players have enjoyed coming to work and they're still in a position where um, we've got a chance and, and it's in our control. So we've got a few tough games to finish, clearly with um, the Saints and the Doggies playing well at the moment as well. But um, if we get there, we'll be in really good form um, and we feel like we've still got a list that's going to be competitive. We've been in most games this year and, as I said earlier, we're, we're really looking forward to the challenge. G'day, Nigel. Leon Cameron, how are you? Yeah, good, Leon. Just with... With Dacos going out of the team, and we know, you know, such a damaging play he's been. He's been probably thrust into the midfield really early in his career, but what he's done this year has been outstanding. With him out of the team, and you look at Collingwood's midfield, and you go, now there's Pendlebury, Dugowie, and Mitchell. You go, okay, no Dacos. Does it, do you look at and discuss, well, maybe Atkins comes in and goes really hard on a Dugowie, and going, well, if their best player's out and we can take out Dugowie, does that give us a chance to you know, uh, for, for a chance to win the game tonight by taking out one of their best. Yeah, it's a really good point. And Dugowie's played really well against us, um, you know, for the previous three or four times we've played them. So we'd definitely be putting a fair bit of attention to him. Um, they do play really well as a collective. So their ability around the ball to, to use their numbers and then get forward really hard. And their forwards are lengthen really, really hard and create a lot of space between layers. So they're a really difficult team to defend. And if you do give Dugowie space, he's the best finisher, one of the best finisher in the game, if not the best. So we'll definitely be putting a fair bit of attention under him. And, and clearly, as every game, and you know this as well as anyone, Leon, like if we can compete really well um, and give our forwards a chance, we've got some firepower up in our front half. But they've also got a very good defence that are they're playing really well as a collective. So it's going to be a ripping game, I think. Big week with the retirement of Isaac Smith, mate. I mean, you would have seen him from afar. You've been at the catch for a, for a long time. Um, you would have seen what he did at Hawthorne. But he's been at Geelong for a few years now. He's a Norm Smith medalist. How did the week unfold with him? And uh, just a few comments on, on what he's done at Geelong in his short period of time. Well, to be honest, it was a real su surprise to us as coaches. We were very keen for him to keep playing. Um, and the reason um, being, it's pretty obvious to everyone, He's just got a, uh, a thirst for the game, um, an unbelievable enthusiasm um, for life in general, but he just brings that enthusiasm to the footy club every day. 
Um, he's been someone that has come in from a really good organisation, clearly with the Hawks, and worked under a lot of good people and played with a lot of good players. And he's really challenged us with the way that we do things, and we've welcomed that challenge. And, and he's really enjoyed our environment. And we're really going to miss him. Um, his work rate is second to none out on the field. He enjoys himself. But he's also been a real um, positive influence in that he's a, a coach game day. He sees the game unbelievably well, and he's able to um, articulate that really well to the players out on the field. So we're really going to miss that when he's gone. And hopefully we can give him a really good send-off with the last few games of the year and play some good footy, and, and he'll be an integral part of that. Nigel, all the very best tonight. When you when you look listen to the outside at, at times and everyone's sort of talking about danger and he's got to put the team... On his, on his shoulders. I know you understand better than anyone in, inside at Geelong that it is the collective where that improvement needs to needs to come from. Where where do you see it? To put danger to one side, where's the where's that collective improvement come from? Well, as it has in the past, and in particular last year, like it comes from your younger guys. We can't be expecting Paddy Dangerfield, but we want Paddy Dangerfield to be um, playing at his best. And the, the way that we help him play at his best is if everyone else steps up. So guys like Max Holmes, um, Ollie Henry's had a really good year for us, um, and, and clearly Ollie's got a lot of growth in him. Tanner Bruin, those guys. Zach Guthrie's improved his footy this year. Um, so look, look, Tom Atkins again, Graham Myers, those guys are elevating. And, and when those guys are playing well, particularly in finals games, it allows your stars and your, and your gun players just to get to work and do what they do really well. And they don't feel like there's that added pressure because they've got trust in the people around them. So we need to keep developing our youth. Every club says the same thing. Um, yeah, we, as, as we do every year, like Andrew Mackey and his team will be looking at um, and some senior talent if, that, if that's possible to bring in and add to our group. But um, organically, you're looking for the growth in the youngsters. You closely work with, with Max Holmes, Nigel. He was excellent. His rounds 14 to 18 were, were brilliant, back to his very best. The last three, a little bit quiet again. How do you deal with the ups and downs there from a, a young player obviously trying to just re reignite the finish to the final part of his season? Yeah, well, it's just it's for him just understanding... Um, and building that independence in himself that he knows uh, out there and he you know, knows his game intimately and um, he can get himself back in the moment if he feels like he's starting to drift. So, you know, when you look at all the gun players in the competition, their ability to be able to keep themselves in the moment and do what's required. Um, as a, as a third-year player, Max is really developing in that area. He's, he's got all the attributes. Um, he's a... He's an amazing athlete. He's good in a contest. His skills are really good as well. And um, he's working on, on that part of his game. And he's uh, improving uh, right before our eyes. And he's going to be someone, as I said, with Tanner Bruin and Ollie Henry. Like, if we're going to get the job done over the next few weeks, we want those guys with uh, a few years' experience and with that much talent stepping up and, and helping the team out. You played with some great players, mate, at the Lions. Um, and you were one of them, I mean, in that premiership era. Um, back in the early 2000s, and you would have seen some unbelievable great talent, you know, with Voss, um, yourself, Black, and all that sort of stuff. But Ackermanis' ability to use the footy left and right, as we know, was absolutely outstanding. I'm not comparing Ackermanis to Myers, but when I see this young fella play, what he does with the footy, um, going inside 50, we all know is the hardest kick, the money ball kick, do you see that at training when you arrived at Geelong? I mean, he's only, what, four or five years into his career. Have you just seen this develop and develop, or did you know it was always there? It's just a matter of getting games in him, and now he's just the ultimate finisher going inside 50? Yeah, we knew it was always there. Like, from the moment that we saw him, we, we really liked him as a Geelong Falcon, just because of the reasons that you're talking about. He's just... 
Um, he's one of those guys that can um, make time slow down. His decision-making is elite. His cognitive abilities in general just to make the right decision. Like, he doesn't always execute the skill perfectly. Um, I mean, he's, he's done it unbelievably well this year. I mean, that's one difference with Acker. Left to right foot, Acker's skills were just <laughs> out of this world. And, and Grimes, he's, he's beautifully skilled as well. But, yeah, he, just his cognitive abilities to be able to choose the right the right option at the right time that's what we've always admired from him but the other parts of his game he's really developed this this year like he's he's become a really good contested player consistently um and uh, in terms of on-field coach i spoke about isaac smith before he's an incredibly smart player and, and he's incredibly important to our um forward line because he is an on-field coach as well so uh, he's, we're very proud of what he's been able to do this year and we hope he's a really um, good player for us over the last few weeks. Tell us about Shannon Neal, mate. I mean, I, when I came to the ground, I thought uh, Neil's name in the team. I don't know much about him. Um, tell us a little bit about him and what do you expect from him tonight? Well, Shannon just brings unbelievably good positive energy um, to his game. Uh, he's a very tall man. He's ruckman size, two, a bit over 200 centimetres, um, but he's a, an athlete. So as a kid, he was a 400-metre runner, so... He has a gun. We're sort of trying to um, coach him to play uh, like sort of Nick Rewalt um, used to play, like a traditional sort of centre-half forward that can get up the ground, mark the balls on the wings and then get forward and really challenge the opposition by getting in behind them at the right time as well. So um, this is his first game for the year. He's only played a few games. So um, all we really want from him tonight is to get out there and, as a young player, enjoy the moment, um, get around his teammates, play his role and, and try and take his moments when he gets the opportunity. And uh, we know he's going to be better for the run and... Really excited about what he holds in the future. Does he wear his heart on his sleeve a bit? He, he looked really emotionally down when he injured his ankle earlier this year. He knew that the opportunity was there and the ankle was a big setback for him. Yeah, absolutely. He's, he's that type of guy. Um, he really drives the energy around the group. Um, he's a really funny character and um, a loving character. And, yeah, you've hit the nail on the head there. He is, uh, carries his heart on his sleeve. Nige, thanks a lot for your time. Good luck. Thanks, guys. Looking Good forward luck, to it. Mate.